Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to R&R Podcast, brought to you by Successful New Life. I'm Rochelle. I'm Robert. And this is our Monday episode, our hard work Monday episode. (laughs) (laughs) Robert's going to go over a basic overview for the entire episode. All right. Like Rochelle said, uh, our focus is hard work Monday, so... Um, We're going to be going over what we've done today, um, basic overview of our current projects like we always do, Um, our subject of the day as well. So the importance of hard work as it pertains to entrepreneurship and you. Uh, Also, I'll be interviewed by Rochelle so you can get to know me better. I'm one of the founders of this organization and I'd love for you to get to know me a little better. Um, We're going to talk about a new subject we saw today, a a United Airlines flight that uh, actually had a touchdown due to somebody's medical issues and the whole plane faced some hardships but I'll get to that later. Uh, And then also current state of our current projects, um, which will be very interesting. And then our obvious funny positive story of the day, and then our 30-second closeout. So without further ado, uh, let's talk about some of our current projects right now. So we're still running the hashtag less trashy by 2020 campaign. Uh, We're really waiting to kick that off because we're waiting on GuideStar approval. They have yet to approve us. Um, We're not sure about why we have. I think because today might have been a holiday for most people. So they might have just been closed, but. Which is interesting because we had. Yeah, we had sent in our application to them um, last weekend. And they said they'll do it Monday, and that Monday went by, and now the following Monday's gone by as well. So hopefully we'll have a change to that, make something actually happen there. Uh, we're also doing a very large-scale, multi-million-dollar land development pro- uh, real estate deal. My, I'm personally doing in order to fund with all proceeds going to our nonprofit organization, and then uh, also as well, our beginner entrepreneurship program is online, and people are starting to sign up for free Yay. Uh, consulting. I know, right? It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah, I uh, I put it up. Um, I do believe late Sunday and people, I think we already have three or four people that will be utilizing that resource that our nonprofit is providing free of charge um, for aspiring entrepreneurs. And so uh, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, there's women that are reaching out too, and um, I look forward to helping them on their path to success in entrepreneurship. It'd be really wonderful. So everybody sign up for it, both men and women. (laughs) Yes. Even though our focus is mostly women right now, um, because we, I have a firm belief that the, a more diverse workforce is a more, yes, um, <laughs> yes exactly. And we, we obviously personally believe it as Rochelle is the sole director of this nonprofit organization and I am fully supporting it without any sort of, yes, um, I support women owned businesses a hundred percent. As I've, and, I, and I think everyone should, you know, just as well as men, but I think diversity is really the key to success and always has been in America and, just, uh, yeah. Everybody There's... owned businesses by everybody. Mm-hmm. History's <laughs> proven that point, right? <laughs> That's always been our event. Our huge advantage here in America over everyone else is uh, hard work, dedication, and diversity. So 
anyway, we'll get off that subject. Do you want to uh, go over our subject of the day? Yes, time? today is Hard Work Monday, or I guess whatever you want to call it, whatever starts with an M, Mo Money Monday. Because <laughs> that's what happens when you work hard, is you get more money. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm a little bit tired because I've been up since 4 a.m. And that's why I'm pretty sure I even said when the podcast started, I said R&R Radio instead of R&R Podcast. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, (laughs) we do apologize. We've been working. We've been working all day. So, And I know everybody else out there that knows what it's like to work hard on Monday. You're already exhausted, but you got to keep going all week. (laughs) I'm with you. We're close (laughs) with you on that one. We understand. Just keep working at it because everybody knows that when you work hard, you always get the best results. So, of course. Never give up on that grind. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. So you want to go over our uh, sip of positivity for today oh, yeah. as well? Well, of course, I wanted to. We always want to start out with a positive note on this podcast. And of course, happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. So for those of you who <laughs> didn't have to work today, you're lucky. But for those of us who <laughs> had to drive to our downtown city whatever your local city is ours happens to be downtown denver we had to drive there but it was cool because there was free parking for martin luther king day so that's obviously positive who doesn't like free parking and also who doesn't like free donuts oh yeah <laughs> they, they did have free donuts free, they were <laughs> handing out free donuts which was literally they were little cute donuts they were pink with sprinkles and they had other they didn't they have like chocolate ones too Oh, yeah, they did. And they were chocolate-filled and jam-filled. Yes, and they were the best donuts. They weren't just handing out some terrible, nasty, free donuts. They were handing out actually amazing free donuts. And everybody up eating those donuts, including myself and Robert. So this is it was just a great day. And, I mean, I'm the biggest message. Like, obviously, the message of Martin Luther King Day isn't free donuts and free parking. <laughs> it's everybody... <laughs> needs to accept each other for who we are and equality for everybody. And like I said, we're for women-owned businesses, but we're for everybody-owned businesses, men and women. And so we're all for everybody working hard for their dream, and that's what Martin Luther King stood for, too. Exactly. Everybody is allowed to have a dream, and everyone's allowed to fight for their dreams. Yeah, and pursue their own form of happiness, right? (laughs) Yes. Just like in the way, you know, for Martin Luther King, you know, he pursued his form of happiness, which was freedom for his people, you know. Yes. I think it's a wonderful. Well, really for everybody, because everybody deserves to be treated equally. Exactly. Not no one better than another. And that's what America was founded upon, and. You know, and I think we've made huge gains. And I think a lot of people keep focusing on what we haven't done yet. But I think we need to focus on what we have done so far as a country. You know, our all the things made we've accomplished. Yeah, yeah. And I think diversity and equality has been a, a, a necessary ingredient to that success here in America. You know, and we have to come back to it, in my opinion. So that's wonderful. I really like that segment. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right. So I know you've been avoiding this, Robert, but it's time for the interview of the day. And it happens to be an interview with you. <laughs> I know. And I have, I've always hated interviews, believe it or not. And I've been interviewed so many times just because of my um, success in wrestling and uh, that sort of thing, you know, and I, and I had been told when I was younger, when I was doing interviews on the radio, 
and that sort of thing, local radio station stuff, they'd be like, well, I wonder if he was like doing his homework during the interview because I'm so bad. Oh my I'm gosh. So bad at- well, lucky I think for I've you, gotten better. I have interviewed a lot of people. You say you've been interviewing a lot of people because I used to do journalism. So. <laughs> oh yeah. And you did a great job in journalism in high school. I love your accolades okay, and everything. Okay. Let's get right. back to the subject, which is you. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. First question, Robert Tucker. So tell us about yourself. Just basic facts that you want everybody to know about you that's you consider important about yourself. Hmm. Do you, could you ask me a more broad question? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just about me. I, I did that I, on I'm very, I know, <laughs> you know, a little about me. I'm very prone to humor. I love humor. I really am doing my best to cut it down as much as possible and keep this as professional as possible. <laughs> but anyone who knows me personally, I am love with comedy and, uh, and sadly enough, sometimes I think I'm funnier than I actually am because I laugh harder at my own jokes than everyone else mm, does. But <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's my attitude. And my my big claim to fame has always been my critical thinking and problem solving. I think that was that led to a bunch of success in college with um, my, my early success, you know, getting into very large companies that I have um, to work and making very good and then also, um, you know, I think my first job out of college, once I stopped going to college, was in engineering consulting. And so um, that open-ended problem solving has always been the backbone of my su- success. And I'm really, really looking forward to implementing some of these nationwide problem solving skills in this nonprofit to really make some positive change here in America and get America on as successful track as I can do, you know, humanly possible, you know, as in my human yeah. possibility of, you know, problem solving, basic problem solving. And I look forward to solving as many problems as I can while I'm here on earth, here in America before I die and hopefully worldwide soon. So, well, you talk a lot about real estate. What made you interested in even starting any career or any type of interest in real estate? My father, my father, um, uh, you know, bless his soul. He passed away when I was very, you know, somewhat young. And, um, but before that he was always involved in real estate and he was always, um, Uh doing things in real estate. And so I learned about it early on and he had bought all these tapes and, you know, do you remember those little tape deck, um, tapes that you'd listen to and be able to record stuff? I mean, that is kind of dating us. It's uh, (laughs) everybody knows how old we are now because we (laughs) There's exactly. probably going to be some people listening to this that are like, what is that? What are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was like six or seven, I believe, um, my dad, I would sneak down into my dad's office and listen to all of his um, different real estate education tapes. A lot of the <laughs> stuff has been made obsolete that I learned when I was that young from listening to his real estate investing tapes. Uh you know, from the Dodd-Frank Act and that sort of thing. But the philosophy of problem solving and justifying your existence in every deal has stayed with me and been the backbone of uh, not only my real estate, but also, you know, engineering and entrepreneurship where, you know, kind of a curiosity of learning. I remember my dad, I ruined one of the tapes actually, and he got really (laughs) mad at first. And then he goes, you know what? You've been sneaking down here every night to listen to these things and learning about stuff. Cause he hadn't even read about them. He owned a number of properties and was leasing them out at the time. His favorite uh, problem solving tactic I like to joke around was 
whenever one of his tenants would be uh, ang- like uh, trying to bother him and having him drive across town. Yeah, complaining about and having him replace a light bulb or a stuffed up toilet. He would send me as a six or seven year old in with oh a plunger gosh, to really? kind of embarrass. Yeah, I'm ser- I'm dead serious and go in there and fix the the le- the um unclog the toilet or replace the light bulb and guess what they would never call again because they would be so embarrassed that they (laughs) had a six or seven year old coming and fix fix this and i have to call somebody exactly so that's that's kind of the open-ended problem solving my dad implemented me and i've applied to real estate now my problems as you know because you just know me personally are much larger and a little bit more complicated than stuffed up toilets but yeah that's always been my bread and butter and justifying my existence and all uh, these different deals so yeah i hope that helps clarify that well, i think awesome you're figuring story, out yeah, yeah I, you've never known that you've known me for what seven eight years and i don't think i've ever told you about that stuff well, that's a I? Good, I like that story though <laughs> <laughs> all right well I mean, you talked about real estate, but why now did you want to get involved in a nonprofit organization? And what's your ultimate goal in getting involved with this nonprofit? Well, a nonprofit organization really aligns with my life purpose. My life purpose is to make everybody in the world um, kind of not only acknowledge their purpose, but I like to guide them on a path to their own vision of their own success, whether it be in uh, weight loss or entrepreneurship, making more money, provide for their family, or um, one of the seven aspects that make every single person on earth happy or sad, you know, depending on how much they neglect or, you know, so everything from their love life or, you know, I'm a teacher. I've always been a teacher. Even in college, they had me the year so my sophomore year, believe it or not, Michelle, I was teaching the freshmen <laughs> and they hired me to be um, an exam and chemistry teacher um, for, before in every test. They'd have me cram all this knowledge into all these students. And, um, wow, the day you before were just the destined test. to teach. Everybody's trying to force you to teach for like your whole life. You even taught people how to unstop a toilet when you were six years oh, old. Oh, God, that's sad. <laughs> well, you know, and the consulting thing that you could see how I aligned well with consulting because whenever they – these people would not be able to solve their own problems in these big companies or, you know, mine was namely oil and gas at the time. They would get stuck. They would call um, the that I worked for. I don't want to say the specifics of it, but the company that I worked for at the time, the consulting company. And then my boss would ask me, and then I would tell them how to fix it. And it would go through the conduits. And, you know, obviously my boss would make about, you know, 12 times as much as me that he's billing the client (laughs) for um, my problem solving skills and that sort of thing. So, um, and it wasn't long before I was uh, making much more money in real estate than at that consulting company. That's, that's why I got out of it. And I was like, oh, well, why would I keep working this, this many hours for much less pay than, you know, just making my own way. So yeah, does that, yeah. What was the original question? Okay, well, that answered it, so it's all right. <laughs> okay, I, I already forgot. the majority of it, why you want to get involved in a nonprofit. Why oh, yeah, to- and the nonprofit portion is because I want to start helping everybody, not just people that could afford, 
you know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. I want to help everybody, the people that really need help. I don't want to have any sort of segregation right now. There's a hierarchy on information and success created by a lot of the teachers or the gurus or however you want to say it. And I really want to disrupt that hierarchy because I don't believe that knowledge should only be for people that can afford it. I think knowledge should be spread to all members of society. Yes. In order to anybody seeking it, right. Anybody Mm -hmm. seeking it should have the ability to learn. Anyone that wants to learn should be allowed to. Mm -hmm. And, and I really want to bridge that gap for people that may have, um, a hard time reading or may have a financial barrier to why they can't afford these really, really top expensive um, consultants or gurus. And I really want to promote and give back to people and show them, you know, hey, I'm for real. I can make you successful. And I never want to start serving the smaller person because I grew up in a very, very um, – I don't want to embarrass my, my mom or anything because oh, she's know. still here. But, you know, we, we, we were very poor, very, very poor. And uh, land, I always believe the United States is the land of opportunity. Yeah. And uh, as such, I want to give everybody that wants the opportunity, the ability to have the success that I've had in my life and share that success with others and help them build themselves up. And so I, I think that a nonprofit organization really helps me do that. So. Well, yeah, and you could be like a positive role model for other kids that might have grown up the same way that you've grown up that think that they don't have the same opportunities as people that didn't grow up that way, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was very, very blessed. I was best blessed with a good mind, um, and I was blessed with a hard work ethic that my parents installed in me, you know, and I was blessed with um, a great number of opportunities that were given to me by people that yeah. – <sighs> didn't have to give me any sort of opportunity or chance or anything or guidance or anything, but they chose to take the time to do that. Um, like a number of, like, uh, um, a very wonderful man, uh, from my hometown. I remember I couldn't afford to go to the national championships. Um, excuse me one second. <clears throat> I couldn't afford to go to the national championships at the time. And he decided to just out of pocket sponsor quote sponsor me. Now he obviously didn't get any sort of write off or anything, but he forked the bill to That's so nice. help me pay. Yeah, and in return, I won. You know, I won that national championship. I have the trophy here and everything. And and I would have never been able to do that for a wonderful person and a uh, wonderful business person, right? That yeah. helped sponsor me. Yeah, so you see what I mean. So that's awesome. It is awesome. That always... should have been the positive story, but no. <laughs> nah, I've had a ton of positive stories. I'll, I'll tell you positive stories until I'm blue in the face if you want. So, <laughs> all right. So what else okay, do you got? Well, did you have anything else to say? I think that's like all my questions I wanted to ask you. If you want anything, anybody to know about you, anything else? Well, um, I although I am a good teacher or I've been told that many, many, many times before I'm a good teacher and you, and you know, it's funny whenever we go out, people for some reason always gravitate and start asking me questions and advice, right? Whether it be about current events in the news or problems that they're having, that they need solved or whatnot. Um, I want to 
probably mention that um, although I am a good teacher, I have the more I teach, I seem to be becoming more and more like the Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> oh my gosh. not very patient with people. And I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean, teacher? And you already know this where I go. If I say something once, I'm like, and somebody ignores it and doesn't follow it, then I am I have been known to be somewhat ruthless in the fact that I'll just oh, wait, stop teaching that person. Scare people from doing your beginner entrepreneurship. <laughs> oh no, I'm fine with scaring everybody that's not serious. Anybody that wants to waste my time, I will happily scare them and never just help so them all again. So you know, just so everyone. Yeah, knows. so I, it, it, it's just an honesty, you know. I'm, I'm yeah, the way at least that you're I, honest. Yeah, the way that I am, I think full transparency and upfront will save a lot of heartaches down the road because I will be checking and asking what parts that I told, you know, whoever it is and what results, because I'm always quantifying everything. I want quantified results and I want them reported and I want them um, analyzed so that we can quantify or build upon that foundation mm -hmm. and have more success down the road. A lot of people I uh, think that they could just avoid their current situation or avoid their results altogether as a way of kind of softening or easing, you know, the pain from either lack of growth or lack of success by just simply avoiding it. And in my opinion, that's not okay. I th I've always believed in facing something head on. So it's a problem isn't where you're at currently that you can move forward um, and a lot of this was entrained in me from my parents' is teaching and everything but I like to refer back to my wrestling and this and it's probably getting old I'm sorry but uh, <laughs> my first season of wrestling I lost every single match until about until the very last tournament of the year I was competing and I was you know I was kind of I was in the heavyweight division I was kind of overweight as a kid and <laughs> not anymore but back then I was and uh I was competing in the heavyweight division and so we you were always the last ones there and it literally was the the last match of the night fifth and sixth place and I remember I wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and wrestled one by like one or two points or something crazy right and it was like 10.30 at night. No one was in the stadium. It was just me, referee, my parents, and then the other, you know, the other heavyweights, right? And I won that one match, and I got my first medal. I still have that medal here today, oh, and I'm looking at awesome. it. Yeah. And so if I would have – I had at that point, I had two choices. I could either quit, which I definitely told my parents I wanted to quit, and I'm not wanting to do this sport ever again. I won one stinking match. I was the biggest loser. Of hey, all at least time. you didn't quit because. Oh, I wanted to, and I tried. <laughs> but guess what? My parents, or my dad specifically, said, and my mom, they were both very, you know, sturdy on me. They said, no, you're going to improve. Yeah, you won one match this year, but guess what? You're at rock bottom pretty much. There's only one way you can go. You can only be more successful at this. You could, if you win two matches, you've improved. And I thought about it, you know, and, you know, obviously uh, from then on, I did very well in wrestling and, you know, moved on to win multiple national championships and obviously state championships were part of that as well. But that type of mentality and taking that mentality of analyzing and accepting, if I would have just grabbed that medal and thrown it in the trash can and then said, <laughs> I quit, I'm not doing it anymore, which will I see a lot of people do in normal life business, um, 
uh, even dieting or um, their love life when they get a divorce. Divorce rates are off the charts, right? Mm -hmm. And they just want to throw in the towel and they just want to quit. You a lot in business too. Oh, yeah. business. business. Oh, yeah. Business success and that sort of thing. And, you know, and we just know this personally, obviously, from working with a lot of people or real estate investors. Most real estate investors, they end up um, quitting after one failed deal or one mistake or you know, one turn down. And um, that's not the mentality that you want in this world. You want the mentality yeah. of a finding your purpose and where you need to go and be to pursue your purpose with all your mind, body and spirit, kind of like what we're doing with this nonprofit, right? Yeah. Think, what, what time is it? It's almost 11. You've been up since four working. That's yeah. insane. You know, most people look at that as insane, right? We're pushing 17, 18 hours a day. And, um, if you really study any sort of successful person who came from nothing, they'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not insane to them. And if you want the type of success and happiness that those successful and people and the results that they want, that they have, then you got to put in the type important. of, mm -hmm. it's always been my belief that you have to put in the same amount of hard work that those people, those individuals did, you know, and it doesn't matter about your starting point, as long as you put in the hard work that they did and, you know, there's a number of other factors as well, but um, as any business or in our situation as a nonprofit organization, you're either growing or you're contracting and there's no in between. So it's you can't just coast ever. And if you're not in a part or a place that you want to be, keep pushing, keep innovating, keep pushing, keep innovating until you get your big breaks. And so, yeah, that's what I, I believe in. And so, yeah, does that kind of help? Clarify yeah, everything. and that's also like a good leeway into our current state of projects that we have to talk about too. That's actually a good intro to it because it's a lot of hard work, all the stuff that we've been working on, and I think that it's important that we cover that too. But you kind of spoke a little bit about a few of the things mm -hmm. that we were doing as far as projects go, but yep. you're working on a book, right? Because you talked about you know health and healthy lifestyle before. Yeah, well, I, I kind of learned things a little bit of a hard way. I had a tough time in my life, like most people do. And um, I had succumbed to becoming overweight. I think I weighed over 300 pounds at one point. And uh, you were there and you, you, you know, you're, you've always been wonderful and supportive oh, and everything. <laughs> but you you remember I decided I was going to lose this weight and I was going to do it healthily, yeah. obviously. I'm not going to sacrifice Healthy. muscle to lose weight. And so I started my quest on how to lose weight. And so I lost, I think I ended up, what, losing 78 pounds within six months or so? Yeah, it was 78 and pounds. That was, I think it's I just a lot. A, well, I think <laughs> I could have done it faster. Really, though, you have no clue how, you make it seem like it's not that big of a deal, but that's a huge deal. That's like almost 100 pounds. That's a lot of weight. Well, and you remember too, we, I also took uh, month long periods of breaks, right? I think I took two months yeah. off in that interval. So I, I guess technically I probably could have done it for oh, yeah. four months, huh? <laughs> we, we went, went on vacations. We yeah. We had a number of holidays, <laughs> right? We had um, holidays as well. Oh, and I celebrated. Thanksgiving mm -hmm. is literally the hardest time for anyone to diet. Christmas. <laughs> 
when you have all the best food ever that is just well vacations remember we went on two or three vacations during that period and that you know that's always fun and but you know I, I realized I could have done it much faster and probably in three to four months you know if I really wanted to and healthily too and so I'm writing and I'm out I'm actually working on that and um, I'm writing this book on it and how to do it and you know that book is obviously going to be just pure donations to this nonprofit organization and um, probably for free um, to most people that subscribe to our nonprofit organization once it's finished and um, you know obviously the ebook and everything and then once you know we have enough money and everything I might release it as an official book which Yay. still would yeah that'd be fun huh? I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know in this book I really want to cover not just the physical aspects, because most people know what's good and bad to eat, right? Most people know sugar's bad, right? And uh, vegetables good. <laughs> it's pretty simple. But why why is there still an obesity epidemic here in the United States? Because it has nothing to do with um, knowing right from wrong. It has everything to do with doing right and not doing wrong, right? <laughs> and um, that's more of a mental game, I believe. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short is the mental aspects. Now, I'm going to include a number of weight loss tools and um, a lot of strategies and tricks that I've gained from different clients that I've had uh, that, uh, how do I explain it, that have I have both learned from and they've learned from me, you know, and been honed that have hold great success in weight loss and rapid weight loss while retaining your know, muscle and that sort of thing and i'm going to include all this stuff in this book to come and you know and i i thought oh yeah i'll just write a book real fast i've never written a book before but <laughs> i'm realizing i mean as this document gets bigger hey, and bigger every bigger. author has their very first book they wrote and everybody starts <laughs> from somewhere yeah well i think i'm pushing like fourteen thousand words already and i'm like oh man i'm not even halfway done so <laughs> yeah i'm not even kidding you i haven't showed you an update but yeah i'm already on fourteen thousand words and i'm only halfway done so um we'll have to see how much larger it gets and hopefully it won't be so large that no one can finish it but uh either way there's gonna be tons of good content i'm covering everything from uh, BMI, caloric intakes, as well as the mental aspects. So that'll be wonderful. But then also our current projects, we came up with, and we have already implemented this, which is wonderful. We've implemented a new, um, I don't want to give away too much because, you know, yeah, but we've implemented, <laughs> it, we've implemented a program which increases online sales by so far, you know, with what, by about what, seven, six, seven hundred percent increase in sales online. And then um, it's also, you know, with a small portion of proceeds going to our organization. So um, that's kind of wonderful, you know. Yeah, that's I, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These, they, the, the person, the client's stoked. So, you know, obviously they're like, wow, you know, um, increasing. Um, increasing a profit margin that much from the busy season in e-commerce, which is December, right? Into January now, mm -hmm. which January, everybody's already spent all their money, right? <laughs> from <laughs> because of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Because of the Christmas season mm -hmm. or the holiday They're, season, I guess. I always say. felt like licking <laughs> their wounds. So we kind of did an uphill or an upstream swim with this process yes, it's and... actually a pretty simple concept that you think people would think about or would actually would implement, implement. Mm -hmm. yes 
<laughs> it's just amazing because I mean it helps nonprofit organizations. It just I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, it raises money Everyone's for nonprofit like, while increasing. <laughs> I know while incre- I guess we if you want to know more, much. just contact us. Yeah, if you're interested in it, just contact uh, our organization directly and Being we can so kind of let you know about it. Yeah, well, we can't just release this stuff for free. We need people to call us and ask us for it so we can implement it, right? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> justify our existence. So, and then uh, besides that, um, obviously today we met with a very, you know, I already mentioned it. We left, we met with some individuals and had a very lengthy productive meeting, right, downtown, which um, we're going to be taking action, I believe, tomorrow or the next day to get this project underway for, and that um, full proceeds of that project will be going to the nonprofit organizations, just a real estate deal that uh, I've created and, um and I'm putting full proceeds of this multi-million dollar deal towards our nonprofit organization. So that'll be wonderful as well. But uh, anyway, gosh, I feel yeah. like I'm taking over this episode, Rochelle, because no, <laughs> I mean, we have this, the, this the week's Robert news as well. Episode, so, oh I mean, my that, God. That is very fitting though. <laughs> and I don't know. Well, I mean, we're on to our second field. Well, we got to do our. Story, well, no, we? We're, we we need to do this week's news first. There was oh, a yeah, news headline. We totally skipped over this week's news. That's actually mm-hmm. pretty funny. Well, today, um, and I noticed this on Twitter. You know, I love. I, I this is. I really haven't used Twitter that often. You know, I've never had a need for it. Most of my stuff, most online stuff, uh, has been kind of gone to me. I've always had a weird personal belief that uh, word of mouth has been around much, 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 much longer than the internet, and people are more used to communicating through word of mouth than the internet, and. Um, if you do a good enough job at some things, people are going to talk about you. So that's philosophy I've always had. So I'm learning this new Twitter thing. Um, I think about Tucker underscore success uh, Twitter. And I remember posting today because I've, I've been kind of digging into the news headlines. Cause I, the thing I do love about it is that you're getting news brought to you as it happens. I swear. Right. It yeah. is, is crazy. You know how fast and rapidly this news is being broadcasted. And I saw, I saw is fairly negatively spun, right. Where United airlines, um, airplane had to take an emergency landing due to a medical emergency of one of the passengers. And the, airline got stuck in the subs you know below freezing temperatures for over 24 hours and with limited food obviously they only have snacks and that sort of thing on a united airlines flight and in freezing cold temperatures due to a door malfunction on the uh airplane yeah it's actually crazy right and they really spun it off you know to put united airlines in a bad light (laughs) essentially right well what's new with the news you know i know they always try to spin everything negatively (laughs) yeah exactly well but i saw it and i just retweeted and i said you know what i caught from it was and what I said on my Twitter, I'm not going to quote it exactly because I'm, I'm just not going to. But the essence <laughs> was that <laughs> I thought it was a wonderful sacrifice that all those passengers on that plane made just to help, you know, and just to allow that one individual who needed to get off the plane, right? Yeah. The ability to get his medical needs assessed. And what a great decision by that pilot's part 
to do that, you know, and, and I know, and this is probably, this is very contrary to probably what most people are believing and whatnot, but I don't know. I think like what 80 something people responded and liked what I said. And they're like, wow, that I never thought about that way because the news spins it off in a negative light. Right. Yeah. And, but I thought with the way I saw it, which is really, you know, not really the way it was written at all was, you know, what a, what a wonderful thing that this pilot took the time and made that executive decision on the spot to save this individual. Yeah, exactly. And no one died, right? No, 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 one, got, no one died. No one got mm-hmm. seriously injured. Some people, so there's a number of people very late and there's a number of people that were very hungry and very cold, <laughs> right? Yeah, but at the end of the day, it all, you know, came out in a good, positive way because Well, it saved that man's re- life or yeah, woman's exactly. life, you know, that individual's life that, uh, you know, who knows what would have happened. And um, as an international flight like that, if they were to die on the flight, that would be, I think that'd be more traumatic is being on a, and it's stuck mm-hmm. in an airplane or a small space with a dead body until oh my <laughs> would it that be way worse? And I don't know why no one thinks about it that way. I guess I think about oh, I kind thought of, of it that way because I'm like, wait, but everybody came out, you know, unscathed. Everybody was just like, well, most of them were complaining. Good. I think about United Airlines, <laughs> yeah, they were hangry. I know, I know how that hangry. is. Hangry, cold and hangry. And yeah. you know, United <laughs> Airlines actually comped them their full. They refunded all their flights. Oh, that's Mm-hmm. So they really took See, some initiative. That's, that that is a positive. Well, that could be like the positive story, though. You know what I mean? That fits with like a positive story because at the end of the day, it wasn't actually as bad as they try to make it sound. Which, I mean, I I really think we're not the only ones who realize that the you know the major news stations are trying to spin everything in a negative light, and they'll spend five seconds on something positive and half an hour on something negative well you know i do believe you know they have the best i always believe everyone has the best intentions and i'm not sure what their intentions are i've never met with the Mm -hmm. big executives of those news agencies and that sort of thing and um and i'm sure there's they have to you know i bet it's really tough because i think negative news sells much better than positive news you know sadly enough well i mean everyone does pay attention to gossip blogs and well news didn't always used to be that way um it, it was there i think in the late 80s I, uh, gosh i hope i'm right ladies or late 90s <laughs> one of the two they uh the... they they actually the the news went from about a 95% positivity and a 5% negativity to almost a full polar switch which wow. yeah yeah it used to be very positive and everything and uh, or at least so i've read i wasn't alive right in the early 80s okay yeah everybody we're not we're, we know but, we remember uh, we remember tapes and, and yeah. tape decks and <laughs> yeah, exactly. but we're not we weren't <laughs> yeah we're both 90s babies so um but i do read a ton right so i've I'm always reading always learning and one of the things that i did read was something to that effect where um there's they almost flipped it polarly you know a polar switch of you know though the difference now is that everybody, even regular people, have the have control or some power over the type of news that's being produced. Because I think people pay more attention to social media now than they actually do to actual television news. And it, mm. and everyone is able to put in whatever energy they want into social media. So there are people that are going out of their way, just regular people, just going out of their way to to just put positivity out there into the world as opposed to just negativity because 
we everyone does understand you know the the whole positive and negative switch where there's a lot more negativity lately and that people are focusing on that but there are also people who are doing the opposite and going out of their way to do the opposite you know like you said you posted that on twitter and i think oh it's my awesome. god so many people and my twitter sucks i think i got like 14 <laughs> followers you no, know but it's i think it's god awesome, awful though, that people are able to do that just regular people are able to spin negative news into positive news now just everybody and then people pay more attention to that than they do to the actual negative story you know what i mean i think that's awesome that's like a positive just in itself that we're all able to do that now it's like that's just proof in itself that you can change in any situation from a negative into a positive situation anyone can do it you know oh yeah definitely i guess it's just the weird way that i see things you know i see problems as you know, opportunities to kind of, there are, you know, that's funny though, because I'm sure that there's like a ton of other people that agree with you that you haven't met yet that are probably listening right now. And they're like, Hey, I'm exactly like that. I hope so. I really do. And hopefully, you know, I can work with them in the future or at least find them and exactly. meet them, shake their hand a little bit. You know, <laughs> I won't be so lonely. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well. well then, um, let's move on here. I mean, gosh, I'm getting of- all these like. Hmm? That kind of goes into our feel-good, positive story that we normally do at the end, too, you know? That kind of actually really relates to... I think that that could be considered our positive story if you wanted to be. But if you have anything else, because, you know, you said that you have an endless array of positive stories. (laughs) Well, let me tell you what our positive story was today was, uh, you know, um, people always say that fast food tastes good when you're drinking or, you know, doing some sort of drugs. I think it tastes the best. I think it tastes the best after working for like 17, 18 hours. Yeah, after being only since 4 a.m., you know that sometimes you got to get some fast food well for us it was more like for me it was like i need to go outside and go into fresh air and nature even if it is snowing i need to go outside and then we're like hey let's get some food yeah i'm like i'm starving we didn't eat dinner we forgot yeah we totally forgot to eat dinner i i can't even remember oh i ate the donuts last time yeah yeah we had some free donuts Yep. So yeah, that was the thing. Some of the best fast food I've ever had, right? Yes. I don't know if it was actually really the food that tasted good or just the thought that we worked that hard today and we're just proud of ourselves and everything just feels amazing when you're proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't oh know that God. sounds funny saying it that way, but it, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's other people out there that agree with me. Well, there's tons of people that put in their hard day's work and have a beer at the end of the day and it's the best beer they ever, ever drink. You know what I mean? And yes. I think it's similar to that. You know, like, uh, I, humans are meant to work very hard and um, maybe not as hard as we're working, but at least very hard. <laughs> and like I said, it's hard work Monday or more money monday so more money monday that definitely fits in with the theme of the day so everybody that's out there that was working really hard today we know what you're going through and we just say never give up and keep doing it and no matter how tired you are keep working for your dream and for all the people who got martin luther king day off good for you i don't even feel bad or jealous or anything i feel happy for you so because <laughs> at least somebody got a day off <laughs> you know what i mean so, hey we got free parking we got free yeah, downtown exactly. parking that's, that was worth and free donuts right and then um and i you know there was a woman that um announced herself as uh 
and I can't remember her name, but she's going to be campaigning now too. And she, I, I could tell that she um, decided to open it up because she's a African American and a woman, and you know she's aiming to be the second African American president as well as the oh, first woman president. Nice. Yeah, so that's interesting. And you know what's even more interesting? I kind of spun that off too and said, you know, I, I really am anticipating the day that she could just say, "I want to be president." And not include those sort of trigger words, you know, yeah, to have success. Exactly. That would be even more yeah. wonderful. But the first stepping stone is her, you know, first getting it out of the yeah, way. Right? Just, everybody should just see the president as a person, not if it's a man or a woman or co what color their skin is or what country they, you know what I mean? It's they're the president because they worked really hard to be there. And I feel like sometimes people just don't get credit for that and everyone just pays attention on who they are on the outside as opposed to you know yeah what they stand the work for and the work that they're putting in you know oh my goodness, the, day, yeah. the president isn't just sleeping in every day 24 7 and never showing up to work he's there every day so yeah he's definitely <laughs> she, serving. If, if it's a woman she will be there every day too so <laughs> definitely definitely you know and i and i think it comes back to something we touched on last episode where a lot of people have a lot of anger towards their government and um you know and i understand why well not you know, just in america all over the world you know? well yeah but i mean our government takes so much from the people and in my opinion you know isn't really delivering that much back you know and not justify you know 40 percent is a lot of money for a lot of people and that's what a lot of people are losing every year to taxes and um if the government doesn't start giving people the same value that they're taking i can understand all this anger and frustration that they're having you know and uh i hope you know hopefully our organization can alleviate some of that anger and uh, pain and that sort of thing and hopefully help people navigate the tax world and that sort of thing and um you know, not just lower their taxes, but, you know, do things a little differently, a little smarter and a little more tactical, you know, and so that they can have more success, you know, just like us. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the name. So you want to close out, Rochelle? All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast, our and our podcast. And uh, I'm sorry that I was a little bit tired of this podcast and I was mixing up everything and forgetting some things. But I've been up since 4 a.m. Like we repeated 20 million times this whole podcast, just so you guys need to hear it again. And uh, don't forget to check out our website at www.successfulnewlife.org. And you can catch us on Twitter at Success New Life, at Instagram is successful new life and just look us up on facebook using the search and look up successful new life because you'll find us and i don't know we can't wait oh yeah and also i can't forget this i cannot forget this because that's to do with our waste reduction campaign don't forget to hashtag less trashy by 2020 and tell us how you're pledging to reduce your waste production this year and Make sure you tag your friends, and then you guys could be featured on one of our social media accounts. So don't forget about that, too. <laughs> That's wonderful. And I'm going to try to figure out that programming tomorrow to see if we can get some sort of interactive button on our website, www.successfulnewlife.org. I mean, it took me long. I'm not a computer programmer. You know what I mean? It's not. It's like, you know, I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's how I always feel with this website. and computer programming and stuff and i've learned uh a, a number of html scripts and that sort of thing for a nonprofit in order to make it look as nice as possible 
but um, I, the type of programming that it would take for somebody to actually interactively press the pledge and um, pledge so they, the amount of pounds that they're going to reduce exactly. this year, I'm working on. I, I, you know, I just got to learn some more programming, and um, I'll, I'll implement that onto our website the same way I implemented the uh, what is it called the uh, what is it the booking button. To, that's connected to our <laughs> web hosting and consulting okay. website, our free web consulting and hosting website, which, you know, I figured out eventually. And so, yep, it's just one thing no at worries. a time. We'll just wake up at 4 a.m. and start working on that. So, <laughs> we'll Stop it. Yep, we'll just keep working. We've been working this way for what? Probably about two weeks now. And um, this will be our third week. And so uh, thankfully we took plenty of vacations uh, this last year. And so we're plenty rested up to start this hard work process. Yeah, so you don't have to feel sorry for us Mm because we had plenty of vacations prior to this. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We definitely (laughs) did. So anyway, thank you for your time today and listening to us. Thank you so much for listening to us. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. And have a great night. Yep. Bye-bye.